Today's advanced training. <laughs> Corona thriving. Ooh, sounds like a 1980s detective show almost. Um, last night when I was thinking about uh, today's advanced training, I came up with this title slide of Corona thriving, and I thought, you know, instead of coronavirus, let's, let's talk about how the corona is helping us win and how we're winning in the midst of these unprecedented times. Again, uh, unprecedented. So um, Corona thriving. I was talking to... Uh, it was a call I was having yesterday with Adam and Mike and Michelle, uh, and we were just talking about what they're doing right now uh, to overcome uh, the obstacles that everybody is facing, um, and, and they're seeing great success. Uh, Adam said every bit of his production this week was done over the phone, and uh, Michelle said every bit of her production was done over the phone, uh, and then Michelle was telling me about Jonathan and the 12,000 uh, that he was turning in this week. Um, and I, I saw just last night the message that he sent out of you know the, the sales he made yesterday just over the phone. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Gina Lane, uh, who uh, I talked to a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and she had just written her first $3,800, a couple of apps that she had written using Zoom. Uh, and also uh, this week again, uh, turned in another twelve, almost $1,300 completely done over uh, Zoom, over a... a, a, a online meeting room it doesn't zoom we're not married to zoom you can use whatever you want but that's what she was using so uh, i asked them to kind of come together this uh this morning because I, there's a lot of questions out there a lot of people are asking how in the world uh are we making sales during this time well let me just tell you um we are in uncharted territory um and it's been my experience in the insurance industry that, that I don't, I don't have experience in every industry. I have 20, almost 21 years experience in this one. And what I know is insurance, the insurance industry oftentimes has to be dragged, kicking and screaming into new technology. But once there, they embrace it. Um, I, I remember when we first came aboard with an insurance company a few years ago, uh, <laughs> I went up to their home office and found out that they actually did not own a scanner, but they were passing paper apps from person to person and they were using real file cabinets and this is in the 2000s this is not like way back in the 1900s uh this is I was like are you guys serious right now i mean i don't have a billion dollars but i got 250 bucks to go down to office depot and buy a duplex scanner <laughs> you know like i could get that for you quit losing pages of my applications right it was driving us nuts um and and then forever we were like hey can we do e-apps it would be cool if we could do an electronic application then Finally, we've got insurance companies doing that. And, and for a few years now, we've really been lobbying with the insurance companies of, hey, couldn't we do things a little bit differently? Can't you? Isn't there a possibility of relaxing some of the requirements so that we can get more people covered? And, uh, and lo and behold, here we are in the midst of a pandemic and, um, and the insurance companies are doing that. And so we are able to adapt and adjust. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I think this is our new norm. Uh, not the pandemic and not being quarantined and not paying private school tuition to have your kids homeschooled. <laughs> That's not the new norm, I hope. The new norm is how we're doing business. Innovation comes through adversity. Uh, I grew up hearing the phrase, uh, invention is the, uh, the necessity is the mother of invention, right? That's what we're facing right now. And these guys are doing it. They're out on the front lines and pushing through. And uh, so I can't wait to hear them and what they have to say. Um, I do, um, let's see. I do, I do want to uh, listen to Gina first. So let me, um, let me change this up. I'm going to stop the share. And I'm going to 
hide this over here and I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna say hey Gina can you hear me yes we can hear you loud and clear can you hear me yes I can how are you guys thank you for having me absolutely so um, Gina I know that uh, and you could tell me the exact numbers as you're doing this but what I want to hear is uh, what the last couple of weeks have looked like for you as far as uh, what kind of production have you done uh, and and what medium 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 have you used to do it uh, and, but then and so say that but then I, I want to start hearing how you get into it on the phone and getting into that situation so uh, tell us who you are and uh, and just kind of what's been happening the last couple of weeks Okay, my name is Gina Lane. I'm up here in Washington at Ground Zero with this coronavirus. Um, and I was brought in by Dan Gillingham. Been with the Alliance eight years now um, and experienced a lot of controversy here with the uh, coronavirus out in Washington, as all of you have probably been hearing. Um, so I'm trying to find better ways to you know, keep my business going as well as I haven't purchased leads in probably the last three weeks. So. I'm trying to be more diversified, knowing that I'm going to have to save money. Um, so I just started thinking outside of the box uh, and just trying new ideas. And we're on lockdown. Our lockdown just extended. So I have to think of different ways to keep doing this or I'm going to be collecting unemployment like everyone else. So what I've been doing is um, reaching out to old clients as well as referrals, warm market, um, the last couple of weeks, uh, let's see, this week, I, I didn't do a lot of production, but uh, last week uh, was $33,806.64 with five applications. And then the, white, the week prior to that was $2,183.56. And all these applications for the last three weeks have either been on the phone or on the internet. And I'm finding that I'm saving a lot of money, time, and energy by doing this. Uh, I just have to learn how to be uh, more flexible in how I'm approaching it. So when I'm working with the phone script, there's not a lot of change. It's just small tweaks when I'm working with a client um, and basically stating because of the stay in place order, we're offering video conferencing or telephone conferencing to help get you the mortgage protection information that you requested from us. I have an opening tomorrow at this time uh, would you like to do a video conference? And I am getting uh, more of a recept receptive uh, acceptance for the video chat and the phone conferencing. So for example, yesterday with my dials, I did maybe about 43 dials and I got four appointments. Uh, I did one of them over the phone. So it, I'm seeing people being more receptive to getting the appointments. Um, from there, I'm working with um, emails, sending them information on how to download Zoom, uh, how to get on the appointments. I'm using uh, the ATM to help me while I'm on the phone with them. Uh, while I'm doing the rates and numbers for them, I'm leaving uh, the slide on the ATM of why do, need to, do people need mortgage protection? So they're reading that as I'm doing the numbers and I'm quiet. Uh, I'm, bringing up a simple spreadsheet with them and just reviewing it online with them. Uh, just using the same tools that we've been doing. Uh, and I believe the close ratio is better now, obviously because of the coronavirus. So uh, if I can keep doing this, I'm gonna go in this direction more so permanently because it's definitely uh, 
the only situation that I kind of have in, in my area here in Washington right now. So uh, that's good stuff. So uh, as we're as we're looking at it and talking about it, though, um, what uh, what obstacles did you learn from? So, I mean, here's here's where I'm going with this. There are people that are just figuring this out for the first time. They're they're hearing you talk about right now and they're going, OK, I'm going to try this this week. What uh, potential pitfalls did you find uh, that they could avoid? And any tips or tricks you've got for people that might be exploring Zoom for the first time and, and or, or some platform like that? Uh, any pitfalls and any tips and tricks? Okay, pitfalls I'm finding is closing the deal at the end. Uh, when we've gone through rates uh, on these video conferences, in some case scenarios, I'm having to schedule second appointments. So uh, what I mean by that is we've gone through the full uh, presentation I've given them the rates over the video chat. They want some more extra time. Uh, so I schedule a second appointment by the phone and I review it one more time with them to close the sale. So I've had to do that in some case scenarios where I had to schedule a second appointment. That's been my holdup. Um, then I think the things that are working for me once again is this is really helping keeping it simple for families right now in their situation when they're realizing this is really important to have this. And I'm just reiterating that over and over again, where if you have this coronavirus, you're not going to be able to get life insurance. So let's help you get this protection in place. Hmm. That's really good. Really good. Uh, guys, and, and thank you, Gina, for, for what you said. Um, and if you want to pipe back in with something that's just, you, you got to speak up and say, please don't hesitate. Uh, that's why I'm having you on this call. But uh, some things I'm hearing from some folks. First of all, Zoom. How do I get Zoom? Go to zoom.us. Uh, go ahead and get the free account. It's a free account. You don't have to pay for it. Some people say, I have to pay $15 a month. No, you don't. Zoom is free. Uh, there is a $15 a month package that you could purchase. But with the free account, what you get is you and one other user can be on unlimited time. Uh, if you add a second person, you and two other people now, uh, then it cuts off at 40 minutes. So that's that's what the free package does. Otherwise, it's got all the functionality and uh, that that we have that pay for bigger packages. So uh, get go ahead and go ahead and get that package. Go ahead and get that program. Uh, it's it's free, right? Second, practice with it. <laughs> practice with it. Don't just you can't just show up at game time and expect everything to work well. You have to practice the plays, right? So uh, do that. Play around with it. Get get your cousin on there with you, and, and just just try different things. Um, you, you don't you don't want to go in unrehearsed. You don't want to go in. Uh, you don't want to miss the sale because you you didn't practice using the software, right? Uh, and then, like Gina said, I love that little tip there of you know while you're doing the numbers. Having the screen up of why mortgage protection, you know, having that little ATM page up. By the way, the ATM is PowerPoint, right? So you can have that PowerPoint up sharing your screen while you're going through it. You can share your screen while you're filling out the electronic application, all of that sort of stuff. So uh, a few tips there. I have heard some people say, you know what, uh, if, if, you, if you don't like, you know, uh, some of us are officing out of our homes right now. We don't necessarily like the background and maybe we don't think the background is great. One of the cool things about Zoom is you can you can go down to the Home Depot and buy a green screen. I mean, it's it, or get it on Amazon if you don't want to get out of the house. Uh, but you can get this green screen for you know, thirty dollars. 
hang it up behind you. And uh, one of the cool things about Zoom is you can have virtual backgrounds. So you could have any kind of background you want if you put the green screen up there. There are some stock backgrounds that you can put uh, up there. Or if you're just happy with the way your background looks, just leave it. It's okay. But it is something to think about. You want to think about how the end user is receiving you uh, and what you look like if you're doing that because they're seeing you, right? Uh, and so you do have to <laughs> you do have to fix your hair uh, from from here up. You need to be you need to be dressed up. Uh, <laughs> something to think about. But um, anyway, I, I just just don't go into the game without having gone to practice. Uh, you need to know how things work and um, and how to use them uh, while you're working in front of the client right there. Okay. So that said, we are going to uh, thank you, Gina. Uh, and next up, I know that uh, and and this. I put Gina first because I think of the ones we're going to talk to this morning, Gina is the only one using Zoom. Everybody else, uh, and they listen, if, you're, if I'm wrong, you change it. But everybody else that I'm going to have on here this morning told me they're using the phone. Uh, and so I'm going to go, I, I want to go this week. Let's see. I want to start with Adam. Uh, hear about Adam because Adam this week wrote $12,000 in production, eight apps uh, all over the phone. Adam, you were telling us about it yesterday. Uh What's working? How do, how do you say it on the script? I mean, just just download it on, on us, man. There's people on a call right now that are really struggling to book appointments, and you wrote $12,000 in production. So what can you share with the masses on how to do what you did? Sure. Um, well, first of all, I did. I do want to kind of preface this. I originally thought the, the Facebook leads were going to be kind of the saving grace of this whole situation. And so I bought a bunch of them. I bought two rounds of them and uh, broke even at best. <laughs> they, uh, the Facebook leads, I could get a hold of them, book an appointment, but they wouldn't show to their phone appointment for the most part. Um, I think on those particular leads, they'll be great when we can get back in front of the clients. Um, with that being said, I probably won't take any at this point, but if someone comes up with a good technique, I'm open to revisiting it. So I found that out early in the week. I actually, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had zero sales on the books and a ton of those appointments were those leads. Um, I did make a mistake. I did do one in-person uh, sale fits, but I still did an e-app on their deck and they didn't want to come very close to me. <laughs> um, I was at the beginning of the week trying to get out at people's houses. By the end of the week, I gave up because so many of them, uh, they would turn me away when I got there. And it just, I was, I was wasting my resources is, is what I decided. So again, I was just trying a little bit of everything. I did talk to Gina and picked up tips from her. One of the things, that she said that I copied was, um, especially with final expense leads, to say, you know, I can do an online uh, Zoom meeting or we could do a phone appointment, which would you prefer? And I just, she, she shared that with me. I thought, man, that's powerful. That's a yes either way. And it's gonna guide me to figure out how to do this because I don't know. And, and most of them say phone. I say, perfect, I could do this time or this time. I'm all booked up now, but I could do this time or this time on Thursday, which would be better. And um, and so that worked out really well. I did do some Zoom appointments, and uh, I hate to say it, but I kind of did age discriminate a little bit <laughs> on, on who I really tried to gear towards the Zoom appointments. Um, but some of them, um, you know, it, it, I did think it helped to see them and for them to see me. But then again, uh, just piggybacking off what Gina said, I was sure to say the, this company is still taking applications. They're not requiring any kind of a mouth swab, which we're very happy about. They're not turning anything away. But I did hear in, um, you know, one company did start limiting if you've been traveling. And we are concerned some companies may stop. 
So if this is something that you think is important to you, I would encourage you to get an application and to see if we can get you approved now while we can. And um, it's it's very similar to a close that I've generally said is if you, this, if you think this is something important, we should probably fill it out while I'm here and see if we can get you approved because we don't ever know. But the virus does build urgency. Um, so so that really helped. And then I, I just got to give uh, mad props to, to Mike Alleman. He, he sent me a video that showed how to create a text list and text it out to current clients or to any list you want, but I use it for my current client list and um, got great responses from that fits. And the, the text says, uh, I'll read it to you real quick. Um, sorry, I should have had this ready. Um, now I can't find it, of course. It says something along the lines of, hey, this is Adam, your life insurance agent. Uh, I hope you and your family are doing okay. That, that's how it starts off. It says, these are crazy times. I hope you and your family are doing okay. I know you're covered, but I just wanted to let you know that we're able to help people over the phone. If anyone in your friends or family still need coverage, I'd love to help. Also, we're able to do uh, online or over the phone um, policy reviews. And so by doing this, you can send out text 50 at a time. And I got great responses. And some people were just saying, Adam, thank you so much for checking in. We're so thankful. How are you doing? And um, to me personally, I struggled so much Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that when I started getting those texts out Thursday and Friday, it was really uplifting because it was kind of like um, you start remembering why you're doing this and that people are appreciative. And um, and it really, really just helped my spirits quite a bit. And uh, so mad props to Mike Allman. I'm almost I'm pretty much went through my whole list, but I still have stuff rolling in this week for business. I'm, I'm writing people that. When they said, yeah, I want you to cover my son, but that person was always elusive. Now they're nailing them down and we're writing it. So I'm writing people's sons and daughters. Uh, I'm getting more referrals from current clients because of it and adding more coverage. People literally saying, hey, what would more coverage look like for me? And just and then bringing it to me. Um, so that's been huge and, and been really exciting. So um, I think the key is to be flexible. I, I would still love to do Zoom if I can. But I do know at the beginning of the week, a lady literally hung up on me because she couldn't get it downloaded. <laughs> and, and so I'm really not pushing it. I'll say, have you ever used Zoom? And if they say yes or no, I haven't, but I've done a lot of video conferencing, then I go ahead and try and book that Zoom meeting. Um, main reason is I think when we can see each other, uh, we're able to build that rapport a little bit better. Also, I'm able to share the photo of my kids and show them the picture of my license. And it just can help with some of those trust issues. Um, one last thing, and then, and then um, I, I, I'd love to hear from Michelle and, and, and Jonathan, but um, what I'm learning is just to be open up front at the beginning of the appointment, and I'm saying, hey, for the last seven years, I've been doing this in person, and that's really what I'm used to. Um, so you'll just have to, if you could just bear with me, we're, of course, because of what's going on, we're doing this over the phone. And I feel like that kind of I'm kind of apologizing up front ahead of time for the adjustment, but now they hear that I've been doing this in person. They're going to cut me a little bit of slack. It also lets that wall break down a little bit. And now I can start asking about their kids and building that rapport. And before at the beginning of the week, I was struggling to talk about their kids. They're like, I'm not going to give you that info over the phone. I was getting that resistance because I thought I was like a, like a customer service representative for, for, you know, the, the commercials you see on TV with Alex Trebek. <laughs> And they just think I'm a, a customer service rep. But when I say, hey, I'm actually local. I live in West St. Paul. I'm used, and normally I'd be right at your house at your kitchen table. Uh, but of course, 
now we can't do that, but the insurance companies are allowing us to do this over the phone. So honestly, if you could just bear with me a little bit, I'll do, I'll do the best I can. And I kind of just laugh like that. And it's, and, uh, and it's, it's helped a lot to break down some of those barriers and some of those uh, challenges. And then um, one last thing, sorry, I know I already said that, but one last thing, and this was from Gina. I'm literally saying on the phone with the final expense leads, I do have a little bit of time to go over this with you on the phone right now, or we could schedule a time for tomorrow. And did one yesterday right over the phone on the spot. Did the whole appointment, wrote the Mutual Omaha app, got it submitted. And um, so if you got them on the phone and they have the time, let's just, let's just get it done. My, I feel like my, my schedule isn't as strict because I'm not driving all over, right? So I can now give up a little bit of that dial time and do an appointment because who cares? I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm saved a lot of time. I'm not driving 30 minutes in between appointments. Um, so I'm willing to do that now, whereas before I would have been a little more strict and scheduled it out. Um, so I think that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> if you think of one more thing, it's okay to chime in again. Uh, <laughs> <All right>. Thanks much. <laughs> great tips right there. And and actually, uh, one of the things that Adam was just saying, and uh, and just being transparent, just being honest. I mean, again, we're in unprecedented times, and people know this, right? So just say, hey, I'm not I'm not accustomed to doing it like this. I love that transparency, um, and and people people really appreciate that. It, that's dropping your guard and not acting like you know everything really puts the clients in a position to trust you. Um, that's huge. And, and then what, one of the things he said was at that point, really spending time uh, and, and, and building the relationship with them. Um, one of the things I've observed in talking with a lot of different agents right now is that, uh, and I think right, right now, this, this time that we're in is really making us focus on the things uh, that we need to be doing anyway, like getting, getting better at serving our current clients and getting more referrals and the ERS and uh, index annuities and, and IULs and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's stuff we should be getting better at anyway. But here's one thing I'm noticing too, that you know, anytime um, I was ever in a home and I didn't make the sale, a hundred percent. I didn't make the sale a hundred percent. And I'm telling you, I've talked to agents for 21 years, a hundred percent of the time. If you don't make the sale, it's because you didn't build the trust. You didn't build a relationship. You didn't pull the pain and the emotion out, uh, in order to, uh, in order to, to talk about it and, and realize that this policy is the solution to that pain. Uh, and so it, it's right now, uh, a lot of people have been really good in the home at doing that. It's a different beast. It's a different dynamic doing it over the phone or doing it over Zoom. And <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're going to get so good at doing it over Zoom or doing it on the phone that the next time we're actually in somebody's home, it's going to be like off the charts awesome uh, at, uh, at pulling out that pain and that why because we're getting so much better at it right now. Uh, my two cents. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take it on down to Houston. I think that's who we got now is uh, the Almonds and the Yankees uh, and, uh, and all those rocking people down there. So are you guys there? Yes, we're here. Can you hear? <laughs> yeah. Rock on. Sweet. Hear you. Let's roll. Tell us all about it. Download it for us. You want me to go first? All right. Um... I have a lot of notes, so I'll try to be pretty congruent here. Um, my biggest thing is I looked at my notes. So just to be clear, um, I know it showed 12 appointments. There's about 20 I had. I just had booked 12 and was continuously calling leads I would get in, whether it's through Facebook or regular direct mail. 
So I do want to be clear that I had a lot of failing in this process. Um, I want to make that clear with you. And that's, to be honest, you're just going to have to kind of go through it and get a feel for what's working and what's not and try to pull information from everybody that is getting results. Um, so I think the biggest thing I would say that to echo on what Adam said is setting a clear expectation. Um, also being super transparent. Like I've been saying similar stuff um, to people about, hey, I'm normally meeting face to face with you. Um, you know, so just bear with me. I'm not used to doing it this way. I've been, you know, I'm knowledgeable about the business. I just haven't done it this way. So just bear with me or give me some grace. That's super helpful. Um, I had actually had two people once I said that said, well, just come by the house. So, so a couple of these apps, I did still go see people because they asked me to. Um, the majority was on the phone. Um, another thing too is after you're being transparent with someone, like set the expectation of what's going to happen, right? Um, like, hey, you requested this information. My job is to help you with this, this, and this, right? And then asking at that point, I'm just asking questions about them, um, trying to get a feel for why they were looking at, at doing this, whether it's a final expense call in, a drug mail, a Facebook lead, it doesn't really matter. It's someone asked for the information. Um, so I'm trying to figure out why by asking questions at that point. And then Fitz, you had posted that script on the 411 that I literally just copied and pasted last night that I'm using. I'm not, it's not word for word because I'm still being myself, but it's all the contents there. I'm being super direct about what's going to happen with people. Um, like, hey, the state gives you this many days to review your policy once we get you approved. My job is to help you get approved. There's nothing we can do until that point. People are like, okay, that makes sense. So they're already in the mind frame of applying for something. Um, another thing I'm doing, I had three Zoom calls, nothing came of it. Um, but I'm asking them a question up front in the beginning, hey, have you used a computer in the past week at your home? <laughs> if they say no to that question, I'm not talking about Zoom. It, you know, I'm saying, all right, well, do you, what kind of phone do you have? If they say, no, I haven't used a computer, I ask, what kind of phone do you have? If it's an Android or an Apple or, you know, anything with a touch screen, they, you know, I'm thinking in my head, hey, here's their opportunity to rise up and win for themselves if they've never used technology before because i know they can do it with the right coach that's what i'm thinking <laughs> so on so, some of these people have never signed anything electronically and i still wrote business i just had them forward me the email and i walked through it with them step by step i i didn't sign it for them but i walked and told them exactly what to do looking at it from what they're looking at does that make sense yeah this is on the phone this isn't a zoom call so that's a tip too you just have to be careful you can't do it for them, but you can walk them through it and teach them how. Uh, I had two people yesterday thank me up and down for being super patient. It took like an hour and a half to complete it, but we did it. That's a big point too. Be patient. Tell people it's okay. That's what you're here for. Um, 
really all I got. I, I know I have other stuff, but if you want to comment, Michelle. Sure. Um, yeah. That was great stuff, Jonathan. You know, um, similar, the, the Zoom meeting that I did was with a 66-year-old female who had to get her grandson to download Zoom. And it was a couple of days later that I set up the, the call and it was my first one. And it was, I consider I had a ton, a ton of failures. And I'm gonna share you with some of my failures because I did end up writing it. I wrote up two apps, I, they're both approved now um, because I fought through the process. I fought through her telling me this is a scam, this is ridiculous. Um, I fought through all of that um, because I, I, I knew that she could do it. I believe just like Jonathan, she could do it. Um, I feel like now uh, being on the other side of it, the Zoom meeting was, was a little bit harder. Um, even though you can see them, you want to see them, um, it, it, you know, <laughs> It can be harder, so because of the technology, uh, and then trying to do an e app in front of them and all of that. So yesterday, I called up a lead and just basically told them how it was on the phone. Well, you do you have five ten minutes right now? Great. What I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go through some uh, some information about you. Um, you know, first I warmed up to them a little bit again, you know, talk about their hobby, talk about how they've been doing through all of this uh, Corona. Are they working? Are they not working? How's their family? And just, you know, find out and, and then get right to it. You know, here's my job. You know, normally we do this face to face um, and, and just go through a little bit about yourself. Uh, but but yeah, I'm going to go through a little bit of information. I'm going to go through what the program is. And we're going to go ahead and apply for the coverage and um, just like what Jonathan said we're going to go ahead and apply today blah 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 and when you start going through their health information do it meticulously just like you do in the home um, you know go through their information and write down all of your notes as you're going through it and then you're, what for me, I'm just gonna do like what I do in the home. I'm gonna just be, while they're talking, I'm gonna be pulling this up on my iPad, different options that I'm coming up with in, in my head based on um, one, one of them yesterday was a mortgage, the mortgage amount, the amount of, you know, she was 61, it was a $281,000 mortgage. And, you know, I'm looking at a, 15 year $75,000 plan for her, which is about 140 a month. Now that one's not finished yet. But what I did was I gathered all the information. You know, and when you start asking for social security number, driver's license, banking information, be prepared that people are going to maybe, you know, ask. Now sometimes they will, it just depends on who you're talking to. On Saturday, I had someone who was a lead asked me three times, why do you need my social security number? And I just laugh at them. I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> now, you know that when you die, we need your social security number so we can pay your family, right? Now, what's your social security number? And, and you just go back to the question and you just do it very nonchalantly. If you're scared to ask those questions, you are going to, you are really gonna be in a problem. 
you are not going to be able to sell on the phone. You have got to be not afraid. You know, I need your banking information, your routing number, and your account number that's on the bottom of your check. Because when you say banking information, 90% of the people want to pull out their debit card. And we know that we cannot accept a debit card for most of our clients. I mean, unless you're doing AIG or Great Western. So, you know, once you get to that part of it, it's really, don't be worried. If you get pushed back, go push right back on them. And that's the way you have to do it. You know, ma'am, this is this is an application for life insurance. We have to they have to check you out. They are pulling your MIB record. They're pulling your uh, uh, pharmaceutical record and your driving record while you're checking them out. They're checking you out. If you don't get approved in the next 48, 72 hours, because it's going to take a few days, uh, what you're going to do is you're going to hear back from me and I'm going to get you approved with a different company. And you just have to be in control. So that's the main thing about doing it on the phone. You've got to be in control. Um, as far as, you know, getting the application signed, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. Some of those I did, you know, did EAP, did EAPS, get it, you know, one of them, one of them was a customer from, 2015, 2014, and last year he, he went through a divorce. He ended up surrendering all of his policies. He had several whole life policies, and that was about a year ago he did that. And I called him up. Um, maybe he responded to my text and, you know, started talking to him. It's a good opportunity when you reach, reach out to people no matter how long it's been. Um, and I said, you know, Lester, how about we look at another little policy for you? And I wrote him a Phoenix 15 year. He's in his 70s, $25,000. Sent him the EAP on Saturday. He signed it on Sunday. It was approved on Sunday with, with Phoenix. It's still not on my reported numbers yet. It'll be reported next week. But that's just another example of what you can be doing. Call your lapses. But but you can do those on the phone now and get back in touch with your clients. But the, the social leads, they have worked for me. Um, some of them I went to see before all of this started or right when this started, some of them, and then some of them I went to see two weeks ago, they were extremely rude to me, sat outside, talked to them for about 25 minutes in the dark outside of my car pulling my iPad out, giving them rates. She was livid, telling me that she never filled anything out. Why was I at her house? <laughs> and um, ended up following up with them yesterday, finally, because I've been swamped. And I wrote him a policy for $80 a month. So you guys can do it. Just get out there and start making a mess. That's, That's really good. Thing I would tell you. <clears throat> That's really good. And yesterday when I was talking to, can y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yesterday when I was talking to uh, to Michelle, you know, one of the things I think about Michelle that uh, a lot of people maybe don't know um, that um, that I I really saw yesterday, like Michelle is prepared for them to say, 
you know, for them to object to the social security number or them to object to the banking information, but she's not expecting it. Does that make sense? Like she's prepared in that she, she knows there's a good chance they're going to object. But at the same time, the way she's presenting it, it's not like she expects them to object because, well, of course you have to give us your social security number. Like, How do you think we know it's you when you die? How do you think we're going to give this money to your, <laughs> come on, what's your social security number? Like she kind of laughs it off, but she has prepared that laugh off. She has prepared that response. She's, she, it's, she's scripted it out already. She's practiced saying it enough times now that on the phone or in person, doesn't make a difference. She's still got that same response. But here's the thing. She's not going in expecting that. So uh, what I learned 20 plus years ago, because I was 23 years old when I first got started, I go into people's homes and I was broke when I got started. Some can relate. I mean, I wished I was broke. I wanted to catch up and break even again. I was way in the hole. And so I might go into a home showing somebody a $200 a month program. And I'm thinking in my head, no way they're going to pay this $200 a month. That's way outside the budget for me, but maybe not for them. So what I found was I was going out there and I was projecting that. I wasn't necessarily saying it, but I was, it was in how I was, my body language and, and just, I don't know how you feel about this, but the energy I was putting out there, they were picking up on it and they were like, whoa, that's kind of high. But then I had a mentor say to me, quit selling out of your pocketbook and sell out of theirs. It may not be the right fit for you. You're 23 and healthy. Of course, you're not going to have to pay a thousand dollars a month for life insurance, but, but they're not 23 and healthy and they may have to. So quit selling out of your pocketbook and sell out of theirs instead. So what I started doing at that point was I was prepared for them to object to the price, but I went in there with the expectation that they weren't going to have a problem with it at all. And of course, this makes sense to you because you're 65 and have multiple health conditions. Of course, it's going to be $800 a month. What were you thinking? You know, like, of course. So it's, it's just that little bit of difference. And when I started doing that 20 years ago, I immediately noticed a change in how clients were receiving me and the objections that I was getting. I was prepared for objections, but I was not expecting to get them. Um, uh, because, of course, this is what we have to do. So um, I hope that helps. Uh, that was my, my hope for you today. Uh, if you are watching this live, uh, we're, we're going to shoot out to you all the different links for the script and for the uh, uh, Mike's YouTube video of, of how to uh, uh, back up the contacts and put the contacts into a, a group texting so that you can start, con start texting your, uh, your, your uh, clients or friends and family about life insurance. And we'll send that stuff out. Uh, if you're watching this recorded, we're going to post it here at the end of this video uh, so that you can uh, get those links there. All right. Hope that helped everybody. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.